Hello and welcome to episode 138 or 9, 39 of MMT Millennial Movie Talk. It's a movie podcast with your hosts from down here in South Australia. My name is Brayden and I'm joined as always by the wonderful Steph. Hi. The wonderful Michael. Hello. The wonderful Alex. Oh, hello. And the wonderful, we've got two of him for some reason, Chris. Hello. How is everyone this week? Post-COVID. Well, yeah, Steph's post. It's my favourite Southwest Oh, yeah. I am. I'm all better. How are you feeling? I feel all right. I've still got, like, a cough. They said that that would linger for, like, a few weeks still. But apart from that, I'm all good. No permanent damage? um, My fitness has plummeted. I can't do exercise anymore. Can't Can't hula hula hoop anymore? I went to Pilates and I actually thought... She can only hula. Like an ambulance. But, you know, we're getting there. Slow, Slow steps. Well done. You're on the path to recovery. You. You've done it. You've had the experience that uh, a lot of people are having, but not a lot of people want to have. That's right. That's right. And you got those engines now. Right? You have to get a. You won't have to get a booster because you got yeah, that I'm natural. Immune. There you go. I'm Is that how it works? Cheers well, to you. Well, I, think, yeah, yeah. I think originally okay. they thought that, but not now. I don't know. Yeah. I can still try. I still need the booster, but I have heightened immunity for like a few months. So as you can tell, this is a movie podcast. Yes. Um, <laughs> what has everyone it. been watching this week? So I, much, so many things. I watched I've, all I've watched, Pirates of the Caribbean. No, hang on, no, no, you no, did not. Sorry, I watched the first three. <laughs> What's the Pirates of the Caribbean? I thought so. They're the only ones I've ever watched. They're yeah, that's yeah they're the good ones. The story yeah, ends after three. That's yeah, what I thought. Exactly. I asked Alex. I was like, "Do I need to watch more?" And he said, "No, the story ends." So I thought, "Thank you." Yeah. Quite fair. Yeah, that's very much true. They're not good, the other two. Same. I saw the fourth mm. one once and then I never checked out the last one. I've seen the last two only once and I don't remember anything about either of them. I've been mm. told I've seen the fourth one, but I couldn't couldn't tell you. <laughs> I think I walked out of the cinema of the the one when they pulled the safe along. That's that's or the, five. Or the building. Yeah, five. There you go. Right. Oh. Oh. It didn't gel well with you, Chris? It didn't gel. I think I was just so bored. I was just like, I'd rather just go home and go to bed. And I think I did. It's a good nice. call. Mm. Alex, I think oh. you were excited to <laughs> say something before in terms of what we've been watching. I don't think I I, I don't think I was, but I, I guess I was. Was that you just arcing up about the Pirates of the Caribbean stuff? Probably Pirates of probably Bats <laughs> and Caribbean stuff. That sounds about right. We're, we know how to do shows. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, great at this. I will. I will part the kimono right now. I had nothing going into this episode. No plans. No nothing. I just came to the Zoom call and was like, "Let's see what happens." That's wow. Good. Wow. Even more right organized than usual. Yeah, I can. I can find Alex, something for us to do. Alex normally, mentioned his uh, Spotify. No, not Spotify. Letterbox. Letterbox. Yeah, Raps. Spotify Raps. Letterbox. And, uh, did you mention Ralph? Ralph Fiennes. Yeah, Ralph Ray Fine was my most Ray Fiennes, have you say his name? Ray Fine. I just kind of like make it up every time. But I say it slightly differently. Yeah. Um, um, he popped up in a movie I watched this week called The Reader. Uh, I don't know if any of you have seen that is one. Is that with um with Kate Blanchett? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes, with and they haven't. Uh, oh no! Oh no! One of them. Certainly, so definitely the one with Titanic or the one. <laughs> yeah. <I'm>, uh, the. <laughs> Titanic one. Hey, Titanic Winston. one. Yeah. Yeah, I watched that when I was a I'm kid. Com- I I'm it. fairly confidently saying that. What did you give it? Uh, I think four and a half. Oh, 
it's so really Steph, good. D- Steph, did it you say crazy. you loved it? Um, yeah. Three and a half. Does that scream when love to that? me? I that, that would have been one of the times where I rated yes. it because, like, I watched Alex it. Alex has receipts. Over a decade ago, I reckon I watched it, so it would have been one of really? those. Really, really, it's a love from you, Steph. Three, come Oof. on. There you go. Oof. I do love it. Yeah, I do brutal. love it. Um, it would have been one of those retrospective type of ratings where I like thought, oh yeah, I've seen that. I'll give it a rating now. But I watched it about a decade ago, way before I got Letterboxd. But I I've remember never even heard of this movie. So, well. I thought it uh, traversed some very intense themes and angles, uh, looking at some things with uh, great expertise. That's how I'll put that. Do you want to give a little rundown to That's the end of that? That just no does not give me anything. <laughs> okay. Do you want, like, all right, so it's about um, Ralph and uh, he's old, but he's looking back and he had an affair with. Uh, Kate Winsett's character when he was younger and that kind of affected his whole life but then there's also this uh big holocaust angle to it because he's studying uh law of course and uh she is on trial for war crimes because she was in the SS during the war mm. so, sounds like your kind of movie yeah yeah it had the historical aspect very dark though not what you enjoy learning about but I thought like I said when you go there, it's like you have to show it and depict it like in the right way, I guess. And this movie, yeah, it traversed all that territory very well. Yeah, very I felt nice. like it hmm. it carried the emotions it meant it meant to, like through the story of uh, his affair and all that business as well. Yeah, yeah, and not, uh, Chris, not a very you, fun one, obviously. So, Chris, you watched two things this week, and it got me to watch them as well. One of them I hadn't seen before, and I think Steph watched it as well based on you. That was Atonement, and I think you guys... I, I'm i not as high on it as you guys are, but I still gave it a four out of five. I just... Yeah, so, I mean, we all enjoyed it at least. Yeah. I just... So, I was a mess, a total mess. How did you, how did you feel, Alex? Because you hadn't seen it before, right? Yeah. When, you, when it flashed forward uh, to uh, her being old and talking about the novel... Another one that Watch Mojo has ruined for me. Oh, um, really? Yeah. Uh, I knew I knew that that happened. Um, All right. So I, I want to say that would have taken away a lot because that was huge for me watching the movie because yeah. I thought yeah. that their ending was real that she wrote. Yeah, I knew that wasn't happening because it was like um, one of Watch Mojo's twist ending videos and that was one of them. Oh, like unexpected deaths. I, yeah. I could imagine yeah, so that was one. And so I actually did knew, know that happened. And as well as I roughly knew the general story. Um, but we're saying that, look, in terms of a, a film, I'm never probably going to watch it again. But, like, that's just maybe because of the subject matter and it's like. Yeah. Um, and all that. But what is it about? It's about a girl played by Saoirse Ronan, who you kind of want to kick in the teeth. Brian. Um, mm. Yeah. That's and not her she, fault also. Shit name as well. And uh, she yeah, witnesses shit name. she witnesses an interaction between um, her sister Kira Knightley and one of her friends. He's also like the the farmhand's son. Is he? He's a he's a commoner. Yeah, he's a, he's um, a childhood uh, friend, well educated. Like yeah. he's he's done a lot for himself. He's he's managed to get scholarship or like I don't know. He's a smart lad, but he's a commoner. Hmm. Um, and he's played by James McAvoy, and they have a in, uh, they have like a little interaction over uh, at a fountain, 
and um, the girl sees her wrong. Like she, she, yeah. And then it, it kind of just like sent on a spiral and she accuses him of something that uh, he didn't Also, do. in and that then, moment, okay. in that moment in the film, the audience perceives it wrong. Like they do a good uh, method yeah. of showing you through her perspective and you're that, like, that, whoa, what did I just the witness? First and then half of it's the... obviously maybe innocent, but yeah. And then the first, oh, yeah. Sorry. So you go. So I was going to say the first half of the film, that's why I enjoyed the most of it, was how we just got different perspectives of um, yeah. situations. Like we saw it from Bryony's perspective first and then we went back and we saw it from um, the characters who were actually in the situation's perspective, uh, mm. especially the library one. Mm. When is it set? Because you said like you're saying about like obviously Common only done well from so when is what when is it set? I mean yeah you can say before World War One literally set like nineteen nineteen thirty nine nineteen forty like yeah. Well maybe yeah that's interesting because I didn't know what the big twist was. I only knew the basic elements of the plot and and neither did Christian. So that could be I guess it could be the shock factor that contributed to us giving it a higher score. And Mm. yeah I I can vouch for Alex. I'm never gonna watch it again either because it was like traumatic. It was yeah. But I felt like it uh, It was one of those where its kind of story itself was, like, really well done. Like, it's really interesting and, like, entertaining. And then also uh, the world that it put itself into being World War II, and we see, obviously, the beaches of Dunkirk, um, it did that expertly also. So, like, the world done expertly, built the story within the world, great. Mm. Mm. That's why, yeah, five. (laughs) He's a pretty good director. I'm keen to watch his other things. Like I said to you earlier, Anna Karenin is one that I haven't seen. But Pride and Prejudice for me is like another five out of five. I love that movie. Yeah. Like the same director, so. Yeah, that was really uh, that, well done as well. I need to watch the zombie one. <laughs> the <laughs> Pride and Privilege and Zombie. No, yeah, maybe. I think Matt Smith's um, in that. Apparently that's not bad. Is he? Yeah. Um, Christian, there's another movie you watched, and I'd seen it before, and it, I... I I was doing stuff in my room that would have taken three hours, so it was kind of good to put it on, just have it, and just watch it. Um, and that was Boyhood. Boyhood. And oh, yeah. what did you think of that? I haven't seen it. I've seen yeah, Boyhood. I've seen it either. So I, do you guys know about boyhood. boyhood as well? So, so this was filmed over twelve years. Say what? Fifteen years? Twelve years? There you go. Yeah, twelve years. As the actors um, were actually growing older. Yeah, so they just went back every year and filmed a new another portion of the film um, every 12 years. It, it's incredible, though, because, like, you, so much could go wrong oh, in 12 yeah. years. That's we a huge have, risk. It's yeah, a monumental yeah. production to do that, to span that time frame. Uh, Ethan Hawke's my favourite character in the film, the dad. He's great. Um, I love him. He has um, such a turnaround, yeah. like, as, like, a dad. Mm. Like, he, from uh, the start of the film to the end of the film, he is completely different. Does I've much happen wanted- in the or is it more of like a like a building type of coming away? I would describe it as all the uh, memorable and character building moments in uh, the childhood of a boy. Yeah, yeah okay. it's the and it, and it quick... is a montage of moment to moment of the yeah. memorable character building moments. That's it's how, the yeah. definition of a coming to age film. Um, but yeah. it doesn't yeah. get boring or anything like that. Because it's long, isn't it? I think some um, people probably would find it boring if they're not in the yeah. mindset for it. I think I do. I wasn't bored at all watching it again. This is maybe the third time I've seen it. Mm. Um, I yeah, I, I gave it four and a half out of five. Um, it's a great film. Uh, just the fact that they pulled it off and it was as good as it was, um, it like gives it all the credit it needs yeah, already. There, but, like 
they nailed so much in this movie. I don't know if mm. like I could relate a bit uh, with the main character because there's he's like a child of divorce, obviously, and mm. there's a bit yeah. more of like going back and forth between different families and like and yeah, definitely like I was there was parts of it was so accurate like <laughs> relationships and interactions like yeah it was there's like point. there's a one yeah. friend that comes over and shows you things on the internet he didn't yep. know like stuff like the, that the, the dad having the cool car and the kid like thinks he's getting it and yeah. the dad's like oh i sold it like that exact same thing like happened to me and my brother because our dad had a cool car and we both obviously when we were growing up we're like yeah we're gonna get it like oh, obviously yeah. <laughs> and like, that's not realistic yeah okay yeah, my main pro- thing is that i just don't <laughs> The main kid really shits me off when he gets into his adolescent years. Oh, like when he's like a shitty teenager. When he's a shitty teenager and like... He, Is he a shitty he walk, teenager? That's everyone in, though. He walks into the house and the mum's... And he's just got a like a like a little smugness of him. And like, Is that when he's high? Mom, yeah, when he's high and like yeah. the mum's like, oh, have you been smoking a little bit? And then I'm just like, oh, I could bring you by the neck. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the idea I though. Like everyone... Didn't see that. At all, I everyone that as, has that yeah. like moment in their teens where they're like, "Oh, this kid, like this fucking kid, thinks he's the coolest." Like when you watch The Little Mermaid, Mermaid and you really he, identify kid, with the, with Ariel, and then as an adult, you're like, "Shut up!" Like, Trident's got some. Trident's got some pointy, you know. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, my question is: so the the story itself is fictional, right? Like, obviously based on reality, yeah. but it's not his real family. He's not. Yeah. yeah. No, no. no. So Ethan Hawke. Patricia Arquette are in it. You watch them literally grow old. Over, is there, a, over the is there a significant benefit to, like, is the only real benefit that they look the same, like they look like they've aged really well over the course of 15 years, like for casting purposes, or is there any other benefit to the fact that they, that they like, 12 years to do it? I guess um, just the kid growing up, really. It just adds yeah. more of the immersion in that too. Yeah. Like you literally like, are watching these characters grow. Mm-hmm. And, like, and obviously you know, there's going to be less... There's going to be less visual growth in, like, Ethan Hawke and uh, the other older actors than the kid. Oh, Patricia Arquette, though, you definitely, she, she like, she has That's a big true. change throughout the yeah, film. Yeah, definitely. Um, you guys would say it was worth it. It was a wise decision for them to film it over the course of 12 years with the same actors. Oh, certainly. That, that uh, is the, the project in itself, really. Yeah. It's a director of School of Rock, too. It's Richard Linklater. Um, uh-huh. he, makes, he makes some good stuff. And this, I'm pretty sure on Metacritic, this is, like, one of the only films sitting on 100 out of 100. Cool. I'm happy with that. I absolutely loved it, this movie when it first came out. It's hard to diss it when because did it come out? I feel it, like it succeeded it in what it meant to do. Yeah, okay, that's what I thought it was. Okay. Yeah. Didn't win Best Picture, did it? What beat it in 2014 for Best Picture? Why do I feel like... Oh. Yeah, that's right. It was a big contender for the awards, though. Because 2014... 2014 Best Picture. Whiplash was 2014 12 Years well. a Slave. Uh, 12 Years <sighs> a Slave. Either way, those, what do we like, those are tough. What do we like better? Competitions. That 12 Years Slave's really good movie. Yeah. But then you throw Whiplash in there, and honestly. Oh, Wait, yeah, that's, that's a hard year. Some years they get it so easy. <laughs> like this year. <laughs> this Have you seen the Oscars this year? It looks shit. No, I haven't. Yeah, haven't I was say, there been, isn't a whole lot this year. There's been Thanks. no nominations yet, of course, that oh, ones, but that's, all the that's ones that what I can, I'm waiting for. Yeah, all the ones that are up for contention, you look at it and you go, nothing yet, nothing really. What happened? Did it? Yeah, yeah. What happened? Like, what do we have? We got West Side Story, we've got uh, Licorice Pizza, 
these are films I haven't seen, by the way. But are these yeah, yeah, I want to see. Wait, there's a film pizza. called Licorice Pizza. Yeah, I'm interested yeah. in Licorice Pizza. The girl from yeah, have you guys seen that? Hi. I want to watch it. One of the oh. Heim sisters, or oh, apparently all of them. Oh, are right, in. that one. Right. Um, so, uh, shout out to Elliot. The youngest at one's Pins. the main one who watches this show and he's been talking and telling me to watch Licorice Pizza for ages. I want to watch it. Um, Movie sees this. <laughs> Tragedy of Macbeth will be up there. Yeah, um, that looks that comes really, out, really interesting. That comes out on Apple TV this week. Um, what else is there? There's a bunch. There's um. What about that Nightmare Red... Alley that I mentioned? Is that up? Is that ever going to get No, that won't. That, that'll probably get... I don't know. I've heard that as a film, it's not like... It's Del Toro, and Del Toro is always like visually interesting, but mm. this one's like not that great. Oh, okay. Um. What else is there? Like, obviously, Tick, Tick, Boom, you've got stuff like that, but, like, um, I don't think... Well, Power of the Dog is a strong contender at the moment, especially after his win at the Globes. Yeah. Um, King Richard. I think... King, King Richard. Mm, For sure. I think King Richard's got... I don't think it's got the best picture nom, but I think it's definitely got the best actor nom. Right, actor, yeah, gotcha. And potential win. Um, Yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's such a weird year for it because, like... There, there's a lot of talk of Spidey getting up there, which I think is a pipe dream. But hey, yeah. Black yeah. Panther can get nominated; anything can. Um, yeah, I so. think I think culturally, Black Panther is a little more important yeah. than Spider Man. Yeah. No way. But yeah. we're talking about best picture, not best cultural picture. Yeah. Like, yeah. like I Black Panther's not. I'm sorry, we all know I where what I stand you meant. Black Panther. Um, like, why is Shang Chi getting nominated for best picture this year? If we're playing this card, like, where's that? Yeah, like yeah. Oscars, they want to have their cake and eat it too. Sometimes I think, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. Well, anyway. I feel like nothing this year has really blown us all away. We haven't seen there's, some. Of the, there's the not that one film this year. No, really, we definitely I mean, that one film. Apart mm. from like, don't look up, which we all love, June. but that won't even get June. We'll like probably get a nomination, but Good. like nothing. There's not like the other years. Yeah, the the fact that the critics aren't on uh, Don't Look Up, I think, really might be a hindrance for it. Hinders it, yeah. It will get it will yeah, get screenplay of anything. That's it. Yeah, yeah, that's very fair. Um, Dom. yeah, Globes gave it some noms, but it just didn't win any of them. So um, good visual effects and other stuff as well. I, I mean, if you, I mean, June's got visual effects yeah. in the back. Oh, that's true. Just the scale, June, yeah. like like yeah. sound and visual effects. June's got that. I think oh, June sound, also won the score. Sure. June yeah. won the score. Um, Billie Eilish's No Time to Die song won Best Original Song. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what runs screenplays, um, but. We'll do an Oscar ballot. We'll see how we go. When are the Oscars this year? March? Yeah, they're about the same time they were last year. Hopefully they're better than last year's. That was so weird when they left the Chadwick Boseman thing to the end and he didn't win. Oh, God. Oh, that was so awkward. And then they ended it. They, oh. didn't, they just ended That's it. Right. It, just, it was a cold end. Oh, my God, that was yeah. horrendous. Because Hopkins wasn't there to talk and they wouldn't let him do his speech over Zoom. Yeah. Oh, my um, God. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. So weird. It was weird. And then they left out, oh, God, they left out Lucille Bluth on they, Yeah, from Jessica Walters. Yeah. Jessica um, Walter. Oh, really? Did she die? Yeah. They just didn't even. Nope. Okay. What okay. a mess. Bit crap, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> Um, I watched some things this week. Yeah. To bring it back to what to bring it back to me. Bring it back. Um so I'm gonna rattle off some some of the quick ones. Uh I rewatched a film called 30 Minutes or Less with a mate. Um that was that that film's very average. 
But it's, it's a bit <laughs> of fun. It's a bit of fun. Um, Ikanto I rewatched again. Hell yeah. That, that movie's awesome. Uh, rewatched Scream 4, uh, getting ready for Five Cream this week. Hell yeah. Um, uh, funny thing about uh, Scream 4 is that every single person who I have on Letterboxd who has watched it and rated it has all given it the same rating, which is... Three and a half? Know. Everyone's given it a three and a half. Every single person I know. Yeah. Uh, it's, it, I like it. Um, oh, yeah, it's good. It's. I think it, it's... Two, two and four are tied for me for favourite sequels. Mm. Um, hopefully not for long. Um, but... Uh, and I watched the new Ghostbusters film Ooh. this week. Finally. Finally. And, and busting made me feel good. Um, how good? Did you bust? I did bust. Uh, look, it's 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 kind of like fan service in the same way Spider Man was fan service. Like mm-hmm. it was, they still built its own story, um, and I thought it was very effective. My only issue was that some of the aspects of the story were a bit too similar to the uh, nineteen eighty four uh, film, right. uh, especially in the sense of like it's the same villain. Mm. Um, it's the same aspect where two, the, the the two dogs come out and take two people that we know. Um, so all of that was a bit too familiar, but all the terms they did, all like all the stuff they did in terms of um, honoring the original referencing. I didn't think the references were. There's only one reference um, that I'm. I kind of went all right, and that was there's a scene where the kids get put in jail and they ask for their phone call, and the officer goes, "Who are you going to call?" Uh, and I was just like, "That's the only one I went." All right. Because mm. yeah. they do the big push in. I know who um, they're going to call. Yeah. Yeah. No, but they don't call them. Oh. <laughs> they, just, they just said that. Um, but it's just, yeah, it's just it, a cheeky line. You know that it yeah. that basically got like forced to be in the screenwriting process at least once. And so they had the, with this one, they really like, because the originals are in it. Mm. Um, I don't think that's a spoiler. I think that's just confirmed by now. Yeah. Um, the original. Uh, what we have left of the originals, I should say, are in it. Yeah. Um, and they do a really good way of bringing them in and then paying tribute to Howard Ramis, Egon, who isn't there. Like the whole story is his granddaughter and all that. Um, they've inherited his farm because he's passed away. And uh, they do some they do some stuff at the end where if if I were to explain it, it'd probably be like, that seems weird and like kind of a bit over the line. But when you're watching the film, it's done in such like a beautiful and and like, Respectful way, way. Where you, respectful yeah. way that you're totally mm-hmm. fine with it, and um, so yeah, I don't want to kind of go into. I don't know, sure if anyone cares about spoilers, but I won't. Mm. Um, no, not I'm, sure if anyone. I'm keen to keen to finally see it after mm, yeah. all this time. Mm. But yeah, it's great. Oh, Paul Rudd can do no wrong. Um, yeah. The only issue is I wish he was a little bit in the film more. But in terms of our new character, great. Hard comes in to just show that he does what he does very well. Mm. Uh, McKenna Grace. Um, as the young as young Egon, now nah, Egon's granddaughter, um, yeah. she's awesome. She's so she had, like her character's got the um capability to be really fucking annoying. Yeah. Um, but uh, they they don't do it like that, and it ends up being uh, she ends up being one of the best parts of the film. Nice. And yeah, I've also yeah. heard I've heard a little bit about a kid called Podcast. Yeah, Podcast is her her friend they meet in town. He's got the capability to be really annoying, and he kind of tilts on the line. Mm. <laughs> Much like but, everyone on a podcast. Yeah, so he's cool. But, uh, yeah, like, all the references and shit, like, you can say it's fan service for fan service sake, but it's, like, 
it's kind of elevating what already is a good story. Like yeah. some people like shitting on it, but like one of the reviewers I love, he goes, I've seen the original film twice. And I thought that everything in this film was like, like I'm not a fan of the original film. And I, I still thought as a film story and character wise, this one held its own. Nice. So it's good. I was very happy. It's good. Cause love the original film so much. So yeah, that's yeah. great to hear. Also, I've been watching a TV show with with a mate over PlayStation. It's called Yellow Jackets. It's on it's on Paramount Plus. Um, my I've seen God, the ads is this for this one? My it, this film's this film. Sorry, this show's a ride. So it's about it's about um, a group of kids. Uh, like it's there's two parts of the show. There's your first part, which is set in 1996. That's when they were born. Um, <laughs> no, it's set, no sorry, it's set in 1996. Um, and in this period, you're following a girls' high school soccer team who um, are on their way to nationals, um, and their plane crashes somewhere in in the Rockies or over in Canada. We still don't know yet. And um, we and they were stuck there for 19 months. And we find out because it also cuts to the future where you see you see some of the girls from the plane crash. So you know some survive. Yep. Um, and they allude that there's others out there, but we we haven't seen any yet. And so in present day and kind of the stuff from the past is getting brought back up and, you know, did some of them eat people? They, they allude to it. Damn. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's I've, I've again. Yellow Jackets. Yellow jacket. That is a wild premise. Uh, I've seen, yeah. I've seen the trailers keep pop. Uh, the trailer keeps popping up on YouTube as an the, ad. The stuff in 1996 with them, like trying to survive in the, in the woods. is like peak. It's so good <laughs> that every time they go back, to because they're all like it's crazy because like you got you got like 11 girls and then there's the coach was on the plane and you got the coach's sons that were there and then like something happens and then it's just like it's just it's it's very interesting and there's a man there's a character called misty who we're just in love with she's played <laughs> by christina ricci in in the oh uh, yeah um and my god is she one of the best villains in tv oh <laughs> Um, it also has the DiCaprio's wife from Don't Look Up in it. She's kind of the main character uh, mm. in the future. She's also Rose from Two and a Half Men, which is probably more that's more nice accessible. <laughs> but um, yeah, oh, definitely, wow. it's one of those shows that like you watch and you, something happens like in the last thirty seconds of the episode, you go, "Well, fuck, <laughs> I'm watching the next one now." Um, but yeah, uh, last episode comes out this week, and uh, me and my friend are saving the last two to watch together. So episode nine's out now. But we're kind of waiting for ten to come out because we know that episode nine is just going to end in that annoying mm. cliffhanger. One hundred percent on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Wow, it's um one hundred percent. It's got it's such a refreshing original premise as well. You oh, know, like, we haven't seen anything like like that that's not based on reality in the media mm. before. Mm. Closest thing to compare it to, probably my friend was saying, was the Lost. Um, yeah, in terms of like a, yeah. a mystery series. Yeah. Yeah, I so, guess the plane crash bit also sounds like that alive movie of like this <clears throat> soccer team crashing in the Andes. Yeah. That's a true yeah. story. Yeah, yeah. that happened in real life, but you know, you yeah. don't have like it's not fictionalized. I suppose mm. like to this extent. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking it's, of like uh, Liam Neeson's The Grey. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> there's wolves. <laughs> you see Choppy's face light up. So many wolves. <laughs> we were going towards the nest the whole time. So. <laughs> I've never seen it. I just know that. Um, well, that that's what happens. Off. <laughs> There's a shit ton of wolves. There's yeah. so many damn wolves. A lot of wolves. I also watched the first episode of Arcane. And <laughs> Arcane. That was alright. Yeah, 
I so I'm torn on Arcane because I super didn't don't like it. A, didn't, I super didn't. don't give a shit about anything League of Legends or any of Neither that. Neither do I. But everyone who I follow from like an animation side of things, they're all like, oh my god, the animation in Arcane is fantastic. Mm. So um because desperately now we're trying to find another show to watch while we wait for our week for yep. the Yellow Jackets to end. Trying to be something. So we're trying to do we, we looked at doing Arcane and we watched the first episode. And um, may I say that that Imagine Dragon songs on TikTok, that's a theme song to the show. Oh, God. Um, it, and it's incredible. Yeah. Um, it's the best part of the show is the theme song. <laughs> um, um, but look, it's it's definitely more, I thought going into it, and I don't know why I thought this, I had the impression it was more animation compared to anime, and it's mm. much more anime than it is animation. Yeah. Um, I think that threw me off, and I think I just, never have given a shit about league of legends yeah i'm on the same boat like i had that one person be like oh you gotta download league of legends and play it i like loaded it up created an account i never even got into a game i think i booted it up once closed it straight away and never thought about it and like you can tell there's all of this stuff that they linger on and i'm just like i'm sure if i was a league of legends fan i'd be like oh that's that that's that that's that but yeah Yeah, I imagine there's heaps of um, fan service in there for those hardcore fans, and there's plenty of them. We're just not them. But it's got wrong audience. Like, yeah. But the thing is, is that the reviews for it, they can't all be League of Legends fans because they're it's got it's sitting on like nine. Each episode it's, is rated nine and over on IMDb. It's been really well received. Okay. I I do not get it personally. Like this is this is to the point where it's in the top twenty on. IMDb's top 250 shows. Mm-hmm. Like, ow. so yeah. But I think we're just going to watch The Queen's Gambit because neither of us have seen that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're going to watch The Queen's Gambit. Yeah. Have you ever seen um, advertising? I get all these ads for Kogan and they're, they're showing me The Queen's Gambit, the board game. And I look at it and I'm like... Isn't that just chess? Yeah, it's so standard chess. I was super confused and I looked into what the hell it was to see if it was just chess. And mm-hmm. it turns out it is chess, but you have like set moves that you can do. So the rule set is basically about so you have cards that you have to select that you're going to do this move three turns ahead. And then so the entire time you're lining up your move. Oh, you gotta like time. really you have think- to like you have to you have this it's is basically big trying to make shit. you play like that, that's her. like that's like I feel like it's just restricted chess. Yeah, it's just well, restricted movement. <laughs> yeah, chess. Sounds weird. <laughs> Yeah, but also it kind of makes you think a little more. Well, or at least yeah, but disclose your thinking to your opponent. Yeah, it's it seems really strange. That is interesting. Well, I was confused. I didn't care enough yeah. to look into it like you, Braden, but I'm glad. No. Thank you. For it. Oh well, I didn't. I didn't really look into it so much as I saw it in a board game shop and then turned it over and looked at it and went, "Oh." <laughs> did you go into the board game shop when you bought me my secret Santa present? Is you bet you, I did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Damn fun. Damn straight. Uh, One day so, we'll get to play it. Michael, you've been watching yeah, I, I have that many board games now accumulated over Christmas, like with things that people bought me. It's not funny. And like they're all, and I, my family isn't a board game family. So I'm just sitting here like, oh, I'm glad I just spent twiddling your my thumbs. money on this. Just waiting. Eventually, so, yeah, very Eventually boring. we will. Yeah, we'll get um, back to it. I finished Ted, I finished Ted Lasso. Um, nice. Those last few episodes here, especially all the stuff to do with Ted, mm. is big wolf. Um, halfway through Cobra Kai see, uh, season four now. I'm loving it so far. Um, 
Yeah, um, the only notable thing is I watched Seven for the first time and it, and it, it clicked in my head like where I realised I knew the ending from us, Watch Mojo as well. Oh, <laughs> that's God what damn, you watched. Oh, my, okay, Michael, you need to go back and fix your letterbox because you, you, yeah, you logged Seven, seven but it's, you not, logged in. it's not Seven. <laughs> oh, isn't it? <laughs> and oh I looked God. at it and I went, I was oh, looking no, that up as well. I was like, oh, I was no. like is he what trolling on purpose? Oh, or? No. What's he done? What is it? Is it some like off-brand? Oh, no. Some cartoon <laughs> or something, foreign <laughs> yeah, cartoon? He's, he's just clicked from Seven. 1979. Oh, it must have been the one that was under it. Oh, that's there we go. It's all right. It's I was right. like, we'll, did he just watch we'll... this on TV? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just found some yeah, random shit. Right, we got, we've, got, we've got it now. We've got it. It's okay. My God. I Amazing. found it. Um, yeah, I wasn't expecting this movie to be, like, as gruesome. I didn't realise it was R-rated until, like, we, like, clicked on it to on Netflix and Gemma's like, oh, this is R. How is it R? Is it going to be scary? I'm like, I have no idea. And, then, like, you know, not very far in, there's just, like, bodies. And I'm like, ah, oh, I quite enjoyed the movie. I, like, I really enjoyed the movie. But, yeah, the <laughs> ending, the, yeah, but the ending had, like, I knew the ending. So I didn't spoil yeah, it. Yeah, it's one of like, those ones that, like, if you, like, I think everyone knows the ending. And yeah. it's just, yeah, mm. it's just thing kind box? of works. But, yeah, I, I'd give it, uh, I'd give it four, I reckon, out of five. Mm. But yeah, I feel like I feel like a lot of it is lost by like not having that shock factor of the ending because mm. I knew it already. It's just that thing where you get to the end and then like you start to see things and you're like, oh, I've seen this before. Wait a second. Yeah. Well, the thing is, like, I knew which movie it was from when we started, but yeah. I hadn't seen the movie. And I keep seeing it on Netflix. And I'm like, I need to watch the rest of the movie. Like, how does how do we get to the ending? Yeah. I know. Now I know. Damn. And that's practically it from memory. Nice. Very nice. Um, I, I well, very, 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 very quickly thank our amazing Patreon supporters over on patreon.com oh, no, no, no. slash millennial movie talk where they help support the show with money. Um, and I want to give a very special thank out to thank out a very thank special out. thank out yeah. to our <laughs> wonderful supporter, Jai Perry. Jai. We love Jai Perry. Jai Perry, we do. Got a now, big thumbs up from Chris. Big um, thumbs up. Can someone remind me what I watched apart from Pirates of the Caribbean? And all right, all right, I'll do it. Atonement? Did I watch anything else that's like notable? Yeah, let me let me pull your shit up. Um, Brayden, did you watch anything while we were waiting? Um, I think the only thing that I have watched in the last week, I still need to watch the new episode of Boba Fett. Um, yeah, so do I. But I had like, I've watched it. I had what character appears sort of spoiled for me by a character poster, which makes sense because you know it's been a week, so that's on me. Um. But I, Michaela and I have now been uh, me rewatching and her having only watched the first three episodes. Now actually watching um, Netflix's Daredevil. Uh, with oh, boo! Watching um, <laughs> watching Daredevil, and it's not a fan, Alex. It holds up. It holds. It just up. doesn't need it's to be long. over ten episodes long. It's long. It's it, oh, it's one long, of those shows. Hour long episodes. There's ten episodes a season. It's long. It's too much of a commitment. It's a lot. It's very much a commitment. Yep. Um, it's fucking dark and gritty as hell and violent as hell, though. And I still, like, Charlie Cox just fucking nails that performance. Sorry to steal some thunder here, Brayden. Go for it. Um, but I was t- talking just to get into Alex's gripes about TV shows and their season lengths. Um, 
I was teetering on the edge. I was like, do I want to watch Peaky Blinders or not? And the thing that pushed me over to the edge to watch it was the fact there's only six episodes a season. They're 45 minutes. Really? really? Like, I've been yeah. thinking these are like, mm. lo- like long, like lost-esque, like, you know, 20-minute thing, uh, 20-episode season. That's why I've never bothered with it. Yeah, same. I totally it. thought Peaky Blinders was a massive commitment. Yeah, it's not mm. six episodes, and like there's six only there's five seasons, six episodes a season, thirty yeah. episodes. It's very doable. Damn, that's actually Ooh, okay. way more accessible that than I thought. Yeah. Now, isn't it? It hasn't been no, renewed. No, last season comes out this year. So, okay, Ooh. so yeah, that hasn't been re- renewed renewed from that point, which means there's like you don't have to worry about having to keep up with it. Once it's done, it's done. Mm. Yeah, that's true. So that's a good end as well. It's always good. All right, we we love that. That's cool. All right, um, what has what has uh, Steph watched? I do remember I watched Inside the night, like I rewatched it after you talked about it being in your top, Braden, because I remembered how much I liked it and it made me feel good because I was stuck in my room. And so I thought I'll watch oh, this. Oh, yeah. Too. That would have been yeah. a bit too real for you. I was a bit, I was really early into my eyes, so it wasn't so bad, but it was fun. Um, yeah. You also watched, you watched this recently. It's a film that I watched last year when it came out. It's uh, The Farewell. Yes, Ooh. that's right. I watched The Farewell. Yeah. I loved it. I Emma. loved it. It was Didn't it make you want to hug your grandma? <laughs> Steph comes from her family, so we, we all know what that means. Honestly, I felt like the culture, Asian culture and um, Italian culture has a lot of similarities mm. in terms of just like the elders, the way that you, the hierarchy with the elders. And They're everything. both like noodle-shaped food. Yes, we know. We yeah, we both have noodles. Shape. That's true. Yeah. That's right. And so I noticed, I did notice a lot of similarities that can relate a lot, especially to the way the grandmother sort of ruled over everything. Not so much in a good way when I was thinking about my grandmother, but, you know, <laughs> it, was, it was there. It was, but it was, I really enjoyed it. It was so, it was heartwarming and it was, it was like, it had its moments of humour, but it was also your really nonna, emotional. Your nonna would, would cry if, you, if she heard you call her grandmother. She would. My nonna would cry if she heard me call her grandmother. That's right. And then to see the ending when they Cat said that, like, oh, yeah. I apologize. We're like this close to having just pure cat butthole on YouTube. Yeah. Cat, Gotta get a little blurring in there. I love it. Amazing. Oh, there it is. Hey, Stephen. I'm allergic to cats. So, yeah, I really, really cat liked butt. it. I, I, oh, no. I don't know why I ever thought I didn't like Aquafina. I don't know why. I think it was. Oh, I think first thing I, I understand it. Aquafina was Aquafina was kind of annoying in some films. What was her early yeah. roles where she was actually quite annoying? Crazy, crazy Rich Asian. I think she's quite out there. Is I that... think yeah. I think I watched that and I was like, I don't know about this. And then I watched um, the Ocean's Eight. She's not great in. Yeah, see, just that those sort of early things. I thought I don't really know about her. Mm. I think she was fantastic in the farewell. She's great. Yeah, she didn't get nominated too. This uh, that was if a snub. we go back. Snub. If we go back and we watch the Oscar snub video I made, that half of the internet didn't understand was a joke. Oh and my god! Thought the that best. Died. <laughs> you'd see, you'd see, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I just put the the whole cast of the farewell on yep. there because none of them got nominated. Yeah, yeah, they should have been nominated. It was fantastic. I thought I really, really, really enjoyed it. I thought it was heartwarming and emotional and funny and everything that you'd want. It's yeah. it it's part autobiographical too, isn't it? Yes. Um, so the I, was say, I don't know if I can spoil it, um, but it's been out for a year, so I suppose like that's on yeah. I, I've I've been meaning to get around to seeing it, but like understand yeah. it. But, like the idea is that in in Chinese culture when you have cancer and you don't tell them of their diagnosis because it's not the it's not the cancer that kills you it's the fear and it's the knowing that you've got it that deteriorates you and so they didn't tell her and the movie ends with them not telling her 
And they say like six years on, she was only given three months to live and six years on, she's still alive and she has no idea that she's still had this diagnosis. Oh and I don't know God. if that's still the case after this movie's come out. You wouldn't, you'd try to keep that away from her as long as possible. But I thought oh, that's incredible. It was, it was really good yeah. to see. Our granddaughter mm-hmm. made a film. Let's go watch. No, 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 you don't want to do that. Nah. Most of the movie is in um, uh, Mandarin as well, so yeah, kind of, cool. like you could watch it. It's very accessible for her. Yeah, that's awesome. I love, I love that. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not so awesome for her because she's going to get the shock of her life when she watches it. But well, yeah, it's a bit yeah. of fun. Yeah. She's on borrowed time anyway. What's film without a bit of risk? You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Chris leaning back and saying that was just priceless. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> God damn it. I think that's kind of it, unless anyone's got anything else that anyone wants to bring up. I wasn't sure. Like, um, I don't know if there's been, like, news or anything this week that people want to mention. New Jackass trailer this morning. Yeah, I seen that. about it. I found good? out that um, Looks oh right. God, Bernie Mara is going to be playing Audrey Hepburn in a biopic. Apparently that's old news, but I found that out and I thought we hadn't mentioned it on the show. That's pretty exciting. Mm. I love Audrey Hepburn, so. It's a bit of fun. Interesting. Yep, I'm uh, I'm gonna have news next week. I'm gonna tell you how this uh, latest Kevin Costner epic turns out that I'm about to finish watching. Oh I God. get that one confused Robin with the Hood, Carrie Airways one because there's Is a Carrie, the there's a comedy Mariel? one, Men in Tights. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I get that confused. That's yeah. fair enough. Yeah, well, you know. I'm looking forward to it. Scream, yep. Scream, Costner's Corner next week. week. Is Scream next week? Scream and tomorrow. Five Cream. Oh, damn. Okay. Well, we'll have to try and talk about that a bit in some regard. Mm. Mm. We will. All right. Well, before this turns into a meeting of just planning next episode, I think we'll just end it there. Um, <laughs> that a short one? That'd be a short, short one. Uh, a little bit over 40 minutes. Ah, oh, we'll take it. Oh, that's okay. That's yeah. what they get. Yeah. It's, Zoom. Yeah. it's only Zoom. half going. It's Zoom. Only we, half we, is dead air. We still did an hour and a little bit long episode last week, and that was. Well, we had a lot to talk about last so, week. Last yeah, week was a bit we of a. So if you're big boy, if you're feeling like you didn't get your MMT fixed this week, um, go to patreon.com/slash the movie talk, where you can get all the pre-shows of the past, and there's heaps of bonus chats and content there. So go check it out. There's some wacky stuff in there. Brayden um, tells me it's good, but I don't know. Alex has no idea. <laughs> None of us know. A, no a dollar for that? I, I just we can't do a, it. A dollar for hours more content? What, what can you ask for? Uh, <laughs> like what? Like a like a <laughs> McDonald's McFlurry? You can't get a McFlurry Maybe. for that. You can get a I, no. you can get a cone. You cannot get a McFlurry for a dollar. You can no, get you, two soft serves. Yeah, yeah get a soft, soft serve and a lid with chocolate sauce and M and M's. Is that a dollar? Okay, whoa. I'm pretty sure it's like five cents or that's, something. Like that's a almost McFlurry. Yeah, it's like a cheat. It's like a Sunday. Oh, my God. Sunday, these, yeah. these insider hot scoop secrets from, or cold scoop, <laughs> I should say. Um, all right, we're ending it Leave there. it out um, unless they pay for Yeah, the yeah, on the McFlurry. Um, <laughs> Subscribe pun. on YouTube, follow on your Patreon, uh, podcast service of choice. Um, just have a grand old time. Stay safe out there, kids. Um, grand old flag. Yeah. <laughs> as that's always, I'm Brayden. I'm, I'm Alex. Steph. I'm Michael. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> We're out of here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There we go.